G'day, podcasters. G'day there. Don't know if we've done a g'day, have we? No. We've done like a vilcomen. It is. Yeah. We're trying to be all fancy and go to different cultures. We haven't stuck so to our own. In another life, as you know, Chaney, I've done a bunch of commercials for Foster's Lager overseas, right? So yep. I'm part, part of two guys and the whole idea for these TV commercials is that people call us on this like archaic phone box and they say, hey, you know, I've got a trouble with this or that. How can you help me? It's that sort of thing. Yeah. The first line is the phone rings in all these commercials and we hit this button and say, g'day in unison. Mm-hmm. The first time we did it, it took six hours to get the g'days to the director's liking. Six hours of literally this reset, ring, ring. Someone would go ring, ring, and we'd go, g'day, <gasps> reset. And then you get it right, and they go, oh, I'm sorry, Bex, you uh, actually used your left hand for that one. Oh. Uh, where in the other shot, you've used your right. Six hours <laughs> to say g'day. <laughs> So are you Sorry. a little bit PTSD Sorry, about the word? Sorry, that just triggered me a little. Yeah, it just triggered me okay, a little. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, Can we try it? Let's try it. All right. Oh, sorry. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. one. G'day. No, you oh, wait. You've got, to say, you've got to answer it first. So there's that momentary pause. Okay. okay. Three, two, one. G'day. G'day. Yeah, we nailed oh, it. Oh, we nailed it. Six hours come at us. Send that to Foster's. <laughs> Uh, hey, nothing to do with any of that chat in today's podcast, but there is uh, bits, bits and pieces of fun. If you need me, I'll be in my trailer. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what you do on, on oh, set. Oh, you on and set. I finished oh, okay. five and a half hours early, so we get to go and just eat t- uh, oh. catering in our trailer. Okay, all right. Well, I've got work to do though. Like, is, can you I still come to the trailer? Yeah. What have you got? It's Mexican. We got like a foot long. There's beer. <laughs> it's a foster shoot, mate. There's beer everywhere. Okay. All right. Cool. Quite all right. I'll come long. join you. What is that? A pickup line? No. <laughs> Trust me, it's not. All right. Uh, enjoy the podcast. Maybe a six inch, but it's satisfying. <laughs> George Shepherd is in it, and a bunch of other fun. We'll speak to you tomorrow. So, you're in the digital age, eh? Too cool for the radio. So you've downloaded this. You've actually chosen to listen. Sorry in advance. But here goes Ellie and Bex. I don't want to bring down anyone's date right now. but No, this is funny though. No, a travesty, Bex. It's a travesty. Has occurred down in Adelaide over the weekend. Oh, people are up in arms, aren't they? People are up in arms. Now, I get it. 2020 is a really, really difficult year. Okay? And everyone's had to cut back. Everyone's had to, everyone's slumming it. Everyone's having an awful time. Yes. There's so many reasons to complain. My Melbourne um, relatives, my mum, my dad, my sisters, they're all in lockdown. Oh. They can only leave the house to, you know, go and buy gruel from the store. Or right. Mandatory face masks. My, my, uh, one of my relatives, I can't remember which exact one, had to go for a walk with a friend on her birthday, socially distanced. And that was her birthday party. Oh. She walked once around the block with her best mate. Oh. So yeah, go, on, I mean, go on, go on with this. Go on. Travesties. But, this... but all of that pales compared to what happened in Adelaide. Exactly. Uh, on Monday night, the Adelaide Crows played St Kilda, I think. Yes. Uh, sma- got smashed. Um, Adelaide <laughs> Crows suck this year. They are making a habit of it. Yep. Uh, and uh, that was not what the Adelaide patrons of the game were uh-huh. concerned about. They didn't even care that their team was losing. The yes. thing that they got up in arms about was the size of the hot chips that they receive the from portions. Adelaide Oval. The portion sizes, right? So apparently because uh, because of COVID, they now need to close the lids of the yeah. hot chip packets, right? <laughs> and uh, there were that many complaints that yeah. the general manager of Adelaide Oval had to come forward and make a statement. Now listen to this. You'd be, this is part of the official press conference? Yep. You'd be mistaken for thinking this is like, you know, uh, Scott Morrison giving a COVID yep. update or something with the seriousness of his tone. Yes. Here he is addressing the matter. Previously, chips were overflowing at the top of the packages, whereas now we've had to close the lids, um, but as a result, you know that's that has made us aware that um, 
there is, you know, as a result, there's less chips being so served. So we're, as from this weekend, we'll be changing the size of our packaging to make sure we can still get the same like number that. of chips. Yep. Um, that would have been an overflowing packet, but in a, in a sealed container. Yep, yep, yep. A yep, few yep, things yep. to address there. First of all, who the hell asked that question in a press conference? <laughs> but there's so right. much to talk about. The game itself is in a year where, for the first time ever, the grand final probably won't be played in Melbourne. Yes. So there's so much to think about. Adelaide, the team. Yeah. At which the home ground they're at gets smashed week in, week out. Like, it's having its worst season ever. Yeah. Okay. But someone asked about the chips. Secondly, I love their response to not just say, you know what, don't worry about it. Okay, deal with it or we'll drop the price. They make the package bigger. Yeah. And the third and final thing I'll say on this matter, Ellie, is I don't know about you, but every time I go to the cricket or, or the footy or whatever at a stadium, part of the fun is when you walk into, you know, being shuffled into those places, mm. the food areas, is picking the chip packet that has the most amount oh, coming out of it. Oh, I think you were say picking chips up off the ground. I was like, no, honey, we got but, something to talk about. But they shove it out to the servery and you look at it and you go, yeah, which yeah, one's yeah. got the most in it? And then you try and balance it out. And so, then you pick one that's with a chip that's just falling out. So yeah. you go, oh, I had to take it or I was going to drop oh, on the ground. I'm just going to eat it on the way to the, the cashier. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But that's the thing, right? In 2020, you can complain about coronavirus. You can pl- complain about racial inequality. There's so many horrible things happening. But Bush these fires. people are making a big deal out of a couple of chips, essentially. Yes, which is what we want you to do right now. Sunny Coast, 545 We want to hear your petty complaints. Yes, uh, something you won't complain about is if you're a caller of the week and you score yourself 100 bucks to spend at Bella Venezia. I have that's one, true. if that's yeah. okay. Yes, please, give a- it to us. And, and, and again, if this is a serious complaint that you call with, we don't want that. No, we want no. something little that really pisses you off. <laughs> yeah, okay? what's yours? Mine is in the apartment building that I live in. Yeah. The communal hose is who, not to my... <laughs> we could just end it there. Uh, the communal hose used for car washing, yeah. uh, which I used to wash my boat. It's not up to scratch. What, not, not enough pressure for The hose is not good enough. Oh, it's got mate. too many kinks I'm in it. so sorry. Do you we know what? A, we need to hold a press conference about that. We need a better quality hose. <laughs> Marky in Karoi. Hello. Have you got a petty complaint for us? Hey, going, Elliot and Beth. <laughs> good. Oh, his branding is always immaculate. Yes. Yeah. Legend, um, what are you complaining about? Yeah, um, well, back in the day, I used to like the Ellen's pineapples, and um, these days I can't seem to find them on the shelves anywhere. Yes. <laughs> and, and, and would you say you're furious about this? Uh, oh, yeah, it's, uh, they were my favourite lolly, but um, I just couldn't find them anywhere, so I have to Jeez. eat the strawberries and cream now. Yeah, which is oh, just no. not the same, is it, Marky? It's not the same. No. No, not, not the same taste, that's for sure. Oh, <laughs> I feel you, Marky. And do you know what? Well done, because that was a Good great petty complaint. Exactly, that is very petty. That is quality <laughs> gear, as always, from our septic tank cleaning legend from the north. Thank you, mate. Thank you very much. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. This morning I was listening to the great Nicola Ryan. It's uh, great to have her around at this wonderful studio. Uh, our local news lady was talking about the fact that the government had planned, and this has been around for a while, uh, a new secondary school mm-hmm. uh, in Baringa. Great. Right, great which is amazing. Yeah, uh, we great always area. do more schools. Always good. Got a great school system, Queensland. Um, and, of course, the government kept the names under wraps. Mm-hmm. And I'm paraphrasing here because I've just uh, lost contact with uh, the outside world. Mm-hmm. But the name was announced after much fanfare mm-hmm. as the Baringa Secondary, the State Secondary College. Like, why... Why do we need to have a press conference? Why do we need that build-up? 
You know what I mean? Well, look, it's. I mean, yes, it's not the world's most creative like, you know name. What, you know what that's like? It's like when my wife calls me and goes, oh, darling, or sends me a text, I've got a surprise for you when you get home. And you're like, wow, this could be anything. I mean, it could be romantic or maybe, you know, she's done something else. Maybe maybe she's bought me a, a bigger motor for the boat or, you know, whatever else. And she goes, I got us new pillowcases. <laughs> I, excuse me, I spent 50 bucks on pillow, pillowcases last night, so I, that is a great treat. Your economy is well out of scale. <laughs> if I have a look at you, you spent 50 bucks on pillowcases. You got $12 shoes on from Kmart. What's, I treated can I, can myself. You please, can you please let me look after your finances for a week <laughs> or so? Wait till you hear how much I spent on my quilt. Oh, tell you what. Look out, boys. It was more than the pillowcases. I know. New bed, new me. I don't think that's been the problem, Okay, <laughs> if I'm being honest. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. That is the brand new song from Shepherd. It's called Symphony and we've just added it to our playlist here at 91.9 CFM. So we thought when we do that, yeah. why not just like reach out to the artists and see if they want to have a chat lie. to us, you know? We, we added the song two weeks ago. <laughs> the record company said, have you caught up with George in a while? So it's been a while since we chatted and George gave us a call. <laughs> George. That's the Aussie way to say it, isn't right, it, George I mean, Shepard? Yeah, that's exactly how it happened. Hello, George. <laughs> oh, thanks so much for picking up the call, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> Dua yeah. Lipa was trying to call as well yes. and Taylor Swift, yes. but we picked you instead. Oh, yeah, priorities. Priorities. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, always supporting you guys. Um, you've been such a big part of the story. In fact, we, we talked about um, the fact that you started writing your last hit uh, while you were in Noosa. Remember that not so long ago uh, when the bushfires had hit. It seems like only, uh, you know, it seems like years and years and years ago. But when you think about it, we're talking about six, seven, eight months ago. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? I just can't, I can't believe all this has happened in the one year. Well, it's kind of like we did prepare for it because we planned to do this one song a month um, back in January before the lockdown happened, before COVID was, you know, bearing its ugly head down on us all. Mm. Uh, and so we were we were quite fortunate in the sense that we'd already set up ourselves to be locked in our home, yeah. <laughs> making music and releasing constantly throughout the year. And you get mum's so, cooking. Yeah, we got kind of lucky. Well. So, which and mum's cooking. Don't you worry about that. I did notice, though, that Shepherd really were one of the groups that were first to, that I saw, certainly of Australian artists, to really embrace doing live shows from home. I think you guys got onto that so quickly. Is that that because of that setup? Because you guys are already in the one environment. You've got that home studio. Just feels natural. All you need to do is really flick on your your FaceTime or or you you know or your Facebook Live, and then you're away. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's it's so easy nowadays. It's technology the way that it is to just hit a button, and then you're on broadcast with the entire planet. It's, I mean, it's just when you think about it, it's just magic. The fact da- that we can do this now. Are there days when you just don't leave your PJs or don't leave your tracksuits? Like, do you dress up? You don't have to, to be a rock star. That's you, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, any reason I have to take off my pajamas is not a good reason at yes, all. Yes, I feel you. I don't know. It depends who's around, really. Back to Dua Lipa and Taylor Swift again. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, George, uh, now, uh, something else I wanted to delve into that you potentially don't get asked a lot, but, um, mm. you know, we. we uh, are a big part of, you know, local music uh, on the sunny coast and broader Queensland being a, a local radio station. Uh, just from your point of view, as, you know, a lot of bands would look up to you. We certainly do as a Queensland icon. Can you remember the moment where things really changed for Shepherd, where you went from being, you know, a, a, a good up and coming band to, oh my God, this is going to be something we do for a living and this is going to grow out of control? Oh, I tell, there's been a few like little landmark moments like that. Um, but I guess the, the, the moment when our first single, Let Me Down Easy, was added to radio, 
Uh, it was just like we, we performed on the morning show on Channel 9 um, with David Campbell. And that afternoon, we got an email that had all of the radio stations we'd been added to because of that performance. Wow. And that was like just the most exciting day. It was like, you know, um, do you remember that film, That Thing You Do with Tom Hanks? Yep. Yeah. And they all hear their song on the radio for the first time and they just jump yeah. out of the car and dance around it. I imagine that's the We're, same feeling as I had when uh, I put up a TikTok video that no, got 147,000 no, views. No, so do you reckon no, that? I feel like it's the same sort of, thing, George. Yeah, sort of similar. Yeah, yeah. Okay, You're enough. too nice, Shepard. Yeah. You're too nice. <laughs> <laughs> just so like when you've been working at something for years and years, because, I mean, obviously from behind this, like, uh, from the audience perspective, it's just kind of happened and all of a sudden there's Geronimo, we're saying Geronimo and John Ellen and all this stuff. But it was about, you know, five or six years of hard slog before you get that opportunity that sort of changes everything and then then it looks like an overnight success. Well, you are legitimately world famous. I was just on YouTube watching um, your symphony, the, the video that's up of symphony. It's not the actual video, just the lyric video. And there are comments coming from around the world from various people yes. saying that they're massive fans. Can you read them out exactly yeah, as they're I've written, please? Yeah, I've printed out a few because some <laughs> of them, <laughs> that, if oh, you've got fans go. in countries everywhere and I don't know how good their English is, in fact, I can say it's Better not Better than our version of their native tongue, no <laughs> doubt. But <laughs> Here's one of the comments. Ooh-hoo, I loved the new song. The footprint is the shepherd I met in 2015. Oh, 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 Brazil here. <laughs> there you go. That's that's passion. Yeah, we got a lot of we got a lot of great fans in Brazil. <laughs> One of the only fan clubs, like Shepherd fan clubs, that we have is Brazilian. Really? Why? There you go. <laughs> yeah, so they, they they go crazy over there. We it, we did a performance at Rock in Rio in like 2015. I, I have no, I don't ask me how we got the slot, but, but we works. were on the main stage right before Rihanna and Sam Smith. And it was like a hundred thousand people. Is it kind of how like Bondi Rescue is massive in Sweden, and they just no one can explain it? Master Chef in India, Shepherd uh, in Brazil. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> We're like the home and away of the UK. Yes. Well, apparently you're also big in Japan because I've got a comment from Japan here yes. uh, on that video saying you guys release new songs one after another. This one was also very cool. I mean, I feel like that's more of just a statement. <laughs> you guys do release songs one after another. That's so true. And then this one, I don't know where in the world this is from, but I'm guessing by the broken English, not Australia. Oh. I loving this song so much. It reminds me of other songs too. Hang I love on. it. So, sorry, no, that, that was – I've got, I've got to apologise. sounds like a song. I've got to apologise. That was accomplished, Shepard. Yes. That was actually me, George. I'm sorry. I'd had a few too many. Yes. Um, and, you know, I was thinking oh. you guys. Hey, listen, mate, uh, behind the scenes, definitely uh, going to try and work on some more things to get you up this way. We're only an hour's north of where you are, and I, I think the people of the sunny coast are absolutely fanging for more symphony, more shepherd, and the new album, which is out soon. Beautiful, yes. Any, any, any chance for a gig or any time we get to play for an audience? I'll talk no, to your just, people. Oh, it excites me. I need a gig. I need a gig in my life, that's We're, for sure. It's been too long. You need a gig. <laughs> when, yes, I need to go and what, rock what, out. What's your talent? I'm no, no, as in, I need to go and watch a gig. Oh, I, I guess fist so. pump in a mosh ah, George pit. can hook you up. Long. George can hook you up. Be nice and people. Videos? Yes. Yeah, exactly. That's true. That's true. I can get gigs for those. I'll leave you guys to it. Oh, George from Shepherd. A pleasure as always to chat to you. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on the show. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Ellie and Bex. Ellie and Bex. Mouth trumpet. 
Yeah, you know how uh, the Olympics were supposed to be happening this week? Yes, I think Tokyo. it was. Yeah, yeah. And now everyone in Japan's like, no, we don't want them. Yeah, we're, yep, we're yep, good. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I really I hope they happen next year. But, uh, hey, I feel like this competition is up there with the same standard as the Olympics. But it's not really athletic, is it? It's more no, of a mental game. But, I mean, is lawn bowls athletic? Oh. oh, sorry. There are so many lawn bowls on Sunny Great Coast. friends. I know the Malumba Bowls, bowls Club. Club. I know, but like I'm like it's not athletic at all. You don't train. Okay, <laughs> okay, thank you. Whew. Anywhere where you can buy a lot of beer at the uh, yeah. official sporting club. Well, I think the people that make the Olympics in those sorts of things are people who just manage to resist unbelievably low low prices and good surface. For long enough <laughs> yes, to be at the top of the pop. Exactly. Anyhow, we digress. Mouth trumpet is essentially a song we play here. On CFM, it could be any one of the songs we play. Uh, trumpeted out the, of the exclusive mouth of one E. Cheney. Thank you for calling it exclusive. Um, I lie occasionally. <laughs> Give it a crack. Tell uh, everyone what today's is. All right. Uh, Declan from Perugian Springs, you're going to be having a crack at this, okay? So listen closely. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> You reach a point, Deck, don't you, where you go, I know it! I do, I do. All right. What is it? Hit us with it. I think it is Paper Cuts by Illy. Yeah! Also well played there, Deck. A little bit of a tip for everyone. When Ellie's under pressure, time or otherwise, she'll always default to Aussie hip-hop. Yeah, so. that's true. <laughs> so. that's, that's very true. Um, how long did it take you to get it, Declan? Was it immediately clear or did you have to think about it for a bit? Uh, I'd throw you a 15-second thought. Okay, 15 seconds. That's pretty quick. It was too bad. It was pretty good. Time well spent, Declan. Time well spent. And, of course, just by getting through, uh, you are in the running for 100 bucks to spend at Bella Venezia. Awesome. Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. It's ironic because I, I think I know what the next call is going to be about, but mm. uh, we are talking right now on 545 about when you've had to be rescued. Yeah, well, news reports all over the last 24 hours uh, were about the climber that got stuck up at Tibro at the yep. mountain. And then, of course, the boaties and the jet skis and the uh, so many uh, nautical uh, rescues over the weekend. It seems like our SES, is that the, they're the ones that go rescue? You Them and, and our emergency services, they're yes. They're just out of control. Like, it, they, they must be so busy yeah. all the time. Doing a great job. So uh, if you've lived to tell the tale and been rescued from any sort of emergency situation, 545 we'd love to hear your story. I'm trying to think uh, if it's ever happened to me. The only thing I can think of is being out on my boat. This will be underwhelming. <laughs> Just warning everyone. Go on. Do you know what? Go on. I was on my dad's boat and um, I wasn't moored properly and the boat started drifting away and then this other boat had to come get me and drag me Why back to the boat. Why did you drive it back? You've got a license. Because you know, for some reason I couldn't turn it on. The engine wasn't working. The so engine this, wasn't working. Yes. And so I was like, I was about to go get the anchor out. So I was like, okay, I could be, this could be a long night. And this other dude comes on and he's like, are you all right in there? And um. I had to say, no, I wasn't all right. Can there you go. Good girl. Me? See? Thank you. If you need help, put your hand up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 545 Tenille's in Bettina. Yeah, Tenille's in Bettina. She is holding on because uh, we've got to go to a break. But if you've got You can calls, tell I don't push the buttons around <laughs> <give> here. Us- <laughs> <laughs> give wait. us a You're call. You're waiting, Tenille. Exactly. Give us a call. We'll hear from Tenille next. And if you've ever been rescued from anywhere, from a mountain, from a boat, from the middle of the desert. From something better than your dad's boat off the <laughs> Okay, all right. Give, Give us, us a call. Tanil is in Batinia. Tanil, have you been rescued? What happened? Um, so 
I was in a, um, a probably not the, the context you guys are talking about, but I was in a car accident. I had to get the jaws of life. I was rescued from my car. You're oh right. That God. is not what we're talking about. That's better than what we're yes. talking about. Take us through it. Um, so it was in Yandina. Um, had a near-fatal car accident, um, and the whole driver's door had caved in. Um, and... Yeah, I had to, um, I tried to climb out the window first and then paramedics came, all the authorities and stuff came, had to cut me out um, of the car with the jaws of life. I ended up having a broken neck in three places and oh. quite a lot of internal bruising, that sort of stuff, but I'm fully healed now, so that's the bonus. And a little thing, of course, they always say uh, if you're in any danger of any sort of spinal injury or neck injury, don't move at all. You've just tried to climb out the car. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They had to get my best friend, so she watched the whole crash happen, unfortunately, from her car in front of me. <gasps> and she had to climb in the back seat of my car and hold me, restrain me back so I didn't keep moving. Oh, my goodness. So you were Wowza. fully conscious the whole time? You didn't lose consciousness at all? Um, no, so I was unconscious the entire time. I don't remember a single So you would have moved involuntarily, and that's why they got to hold you. So, uh, yeah, so correct. tell me, how long ago was this? Um, so it was January 20, 2019, so January 20 last year. Oh, wow. So like a year and a half ago, pretty much. Not, yep. Wow. And, and 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 any long-term effects? Um, arthritis in my neck, but that's the only long-term effect that I have at the moment. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty... I came off lightly, so... Um, yeah, I was in a neck brace for three months and bed rest for nine months and wow. finally got back to work January this year. Um, and then COVID hits. Yeah, hey, yeah. Back in the That's house. Tanil, we've actually, you and I have got a lot in common, uh, you know, um, because I too, um, since I've been on the sunny coast, have had to deal with the pain in the neck. Okay, <laughs> all right. Anything to get a dig at me in. Kelly and Beck. 91.9 BFM.